may be seated. I want to welcome you here to Westminster. It is good to be with you here this morning. If you're a visitor, a special welcome to you. You are invited out to our patio after worship for coffee and tea and snacks. Now, if you're paying careful attention to your bulletin, Rob is actually supposed to be welcoming you. He... <laughs> He um, was out of town for a couple days with his family, and they had some car trouble on the way back yesterday, um, so they're still stuck out of town. They're fine. They have a place to stay. They were able to get their car towed, but they're kind of on hold until their car gets fixed, so certainly please keep Rob and his family in your prayers. Hopefully they're back in town soon. Let's join together now in the community prayer. It's printed in your bulletin. Let us pray. God of living waters, we confess that we have often turned from you and wandered in our own wilderness of fear and doubt. Our thirst mounts daily, seeking to be quenched by your redeeming love. Help us to come and see the hope and healing that Jesus offers. When we persist in our stubborn and close-minded way, Remind us that Jesus brings peace and forgiveness. Open our hearts, our minds, and our souls to receive your living water. And then send us out so that others may come and see. Amen. Our prayers continue in quiet. Amen. Friends, do be reminded of what we just prayed, that Jesus brings peace and forgiveness. Through the grace and the love of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. We are set free. Thanks be to God for this good news. Amen. So today is the third Sunday of March, which means it's our birthday blessing Sunday. If you have a birthday in March or missed a blessing in a previous month, I invite you to come forward. All right. Our March birthday folks making their way forward. So last Tuesday night, we had our monthly deacon meeting, and I sort of at the last minute had to find an opening devotion, so I, I grabbed a book of poetry, and I opened to a poem that I really enjoy, but I hadn't read in a while, and I read it for the deacons, and I was reminded of how much I like it. So I wanted to share just the end of this poem with you today. It's by Mary Oliver. It's called, When I Am Among the Trees. And it starts out with her walking amongst the trees and really not feeling all that great about herself. One of the lines is, I am so distant from the hope of myself. But as she walks through the trees and listens to the trees, she hears this from the trees. And this is how she finishes her poem. She says, and they call again. It's simple, they say. And you too have come into the world to do this to go easy, to be filled with light, and to shine. I love how she ends that poem, to go easy, to be filled with light, and to shine. I think those are such important reminders for us, and it really is my hope and my prayer that on your birthday in the year to come, you may be able to find ways to do all three of those, to go easy, I think sometimes that's a little hard for many of us to take it easy sometimes. And then there are times in our lives when really we need to be filled. We need that love of God. We need that light coming into our lives. And so may you open yourself to receiving that. 
And then there are other times in our lives where we are ready to go out. We are ready to be the ones to shine, to share the love of God with others. And may those times come in your life too. But know that it is a balance. It is a journey between those two. So go easy, be filled with light, and shine. Happy birthday. invite our children to come forward and join Jeff here for our time of discovery. If you have cans to donate to the food bank, hold them up. Some of you kids who are coming forward maybe can grab the cans. Look, there's one back there. There's one way in the back if one of you can grab that one. Good morning. Oh, look, we got some in the choir. Here, we're going to put them right here. Going to put them right on the communion table. Look, I see one back there still. All right. Thank you so much for all of these cans. They're going to be donated to the Marin Food Bank. Awesome. Did we get them all? Ooh, Elsa, you got some full arms there. Here we go. You got them? All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being so thoughtful and kind. I love a can of chili from time to time. Uh, the people around me usually don't, but I do. Uh, I want to play a game with you that there's a, some friends of mine showed me this website years ago that can predict what you're thinking, and I found that so fascinating. Some of you might have heard of it. It's called 20 Questions, okay? So have you, has anyone heard of that before? Yeah? Okay, so let's, let's play this here. Who has, like, a favorite animal they can share? Okay. Tell, tell me what your favorite animal is. A horse. Okay, that's what we're going to think. We're all going to think horse and see if it can predict that we're all thinking about a horse. Okay? So the first question is, is it classified as an animal, vegetable, or mineral? We're going to say animal because horses are not vegetables. Okay. Is it pleasurable? Would you say a horse is pleasurable? Yeah, okay. Is it black? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. We'll say sometimes. Uh, is it a member of the cat family? No. Okay. Can it grow? Yeah, they can grow up. Okay, yes. Is it a scavenger? Like, does it go hunting for food? Not really, no. No. Is it white? Are they sometimes white? Okay. I know nothing about horses, so I'm really counting on you here. So, can it be used by a cowboy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is it a common farm animal? Yeah. Yes. We're only on question 10. Is it tapered? I don't even know how to answer that. It's, it's an animal. Well, uh, audience, uh, answer? no, we're going to say no to that? We'll say no. Okay. Tapered. Okay. Is it colorful? Maybe we'll say irrelevant. We'll say irrelevant. Okay. All right. We'll kind of throw it off a little bit. Does it burn? No. It's no. It doesn't burn. Oh, maybe they're losing us. Is it a specific color? No. No. Not a specific color. They're different colors. Is it brown? Sometimes. Is it used for entertainment? Sometimes, yeah. Does it win races? Yes. Does it eat grass? 
Yes. Does it swim? No. 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 Are they good? What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, okay. I need like that 50-50 thing here. Okay, I'll say... We'll say depends. How about that? Depends. Does it live in mountains? No. Sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. All right, question number 20. I am guessing that it is a horse. Wow. So, there is this fascinating moment that some of us have had these moments where somebody can sort of see something about you and you think, how did you know that about me? How did you know I was thinking horse? There was a woman once that just went out to get some water one day in the middle of the day and she met Jesus at the well. And what was fascinating about this is Jesus didn't give her 20 questions, but he somehow knew all these things about her. And so naturally, she was kind of stunned. Like, we were sort of stunned that this thing knew we were thinking horse. We didn't tell it. We just thought horse, and it figured it out. And so she's sort of curiously, how do you know so much about so many things? You must be a prophet. You must be the Messiah. You must be someone really special. And one of the things Jesus offered her, because they went to a well to get water, is he offered her a different kind of water that you don't get out of a well. And so if somebody that knows so much about you, without you even telling them, somehow offers you water, maybe you might want that. And if you wanted that, what would happen to you? What would change? And that's what we're going to talk about in the next few minutes. So parents, just please be reminded, if your child is third grade and down to Retrieve them from the hallway down the hall, and let's go find out about some living water. Now comes the time in our worship where we share with each other our joys, share our concerns. We might be in prayer for and with each other and for our world. I certainly have a prayer of joy for all that is here at the front of our sanctuary, our canned food items that we're collecting every week of Lent, and then all of our backpacks. Our Outreach and Society Commission has been sponsoring this project all month, and so many of you have filled a backpack or multiple backpacks, and they're going to be taken at the end of the month to the Richmond Detention Center. And when people are, get out of that detention center, they really have nothing. So these backpacks are filled with some clothes and some snacks and some toiletries and other necessities. So thank you to those of you who have brought these. It is quite a joy. We are collecting them for one more week. So if you were planning on doing a backpack and haven't yet, you are welcome to bring it next Sunday. So other joys or concerns to share with us today. Yeah, Sally. Thank you. So Kathy Hunter, who is a former member here, now lives on the East Coast. Her son Max, who lives in Oakland, has been having a nervous system disorder, and it's going to be at Stanford for tests. So prayers for Max and his family. Others? Yeah. Prayers for my dad, who is celebrating his 81st birthday. Oh, wow. Dad's celebrating 81st birthday. Enjoy a family visiting and being able to see Muir Woods. There's one over here, Bob.
Oh, there you go. Okay, so Bob has two joys. First, welcoming back the Wests who rejoined us as members. And then a joy that uh, Bob, along with, I think there were about 20 of you, who have gathered for four different sessions on Friday afternoons all about reducing our carbon footprint. Um, and they learned all kinds of stuff they can do in their own households. And then I think are planning on sharing some of that knowledge with us in the future. So thank you for that. Yeah. Duncan, visiting from boarding school for spring break. It's good to have you with us, Duncan. Yeah, Eric. Prayers as your family's looking for a new house to rent. Yeah, Laura. Uh, prayers for Laura's mom, who fell and had to have a hip replacement surgery. Yeah, Martha. Just to share with you that on Tuesday, a week from this Tuesday, at First Presbyterian Church, San Rafael, 5.30 to 6.30, is a gather together, sing together hour of music and speakers, two speakers and a lot of great music from different places, just to help us all to cope with the... Yeah. That certainly is a joy. Marin Interfaith Council is holding these monthly gatherings where really it's time to sing together, time to hear from speakers. On our bulletin board in the hallway is some more information about that. Yes, Barb. for Nancy Boyce, active in our presbytery and at San Rafael. Her husband died this past week. And I have one other to share. Marcy asked me to share uh, prayers for a friend of hers named Paul. He's in the ICU in San Francisco, really battling for his life right now. He's been HIV positive for many years and has been doing very well, but his health has taken a turn for a worse. So Marcy, prayers for you and for Paul and his partner and all of his friends and family. Let's uh, take a few moments in quiet, and then I will lead us in the Lord's Prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, you hear the prayers of your people. And they're offered in the name of the one who teaches us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
Our scripture passage this morning is from the Gospel according to John. Jesus left Judea and started back to Galilee, but he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a Samaritan city called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired out by his journey, was sitting by the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Go, call your husband, and come back. I have no husband. You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you say the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship in spirit and truth. For God seeks those who worship in this way. God is spirit and those who worship God must worship in spirit and truth. I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things to us. I am he, the one who is speaking to you. Just then his disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with a woman. Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I have ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and were on their way to him. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I have ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them. And he stayed there for two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. This is holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God. Living water. That's what he promised me that day by the well. Living water. I didn't know what he meant by it. I only knew that here was this Jewish rabbi sitting by the well, first asking me for water, and then later turning around and offering me something I had never heard of before. Living water. It had started out just like any other day. The sun came up just like it always does. Jake got up ornery like he always does. 
I'd learned to stay clear of Jake on mornings like that, mornings when the night before's wine soured his breath and flared his temper. I shuddered as I heard him lifting that water jar. I knew what was coming. Lazy, good-for-nothing woman. Been sitting around doing nothing again, haven't you? The water jar's empty. Now, now, don't you go telling me that you can't go to the well when the other women are there. You listen to me. This jar had better be filled up to the top, sitting right where it belongs the next time I need washing up. You hear me? Now, I deserved it. It is a woman's duty to keep the water jar full. And besides, his words didn't hurt nearly as much as what I was used to getting from those women at the well. Their looks cut deep. Their looks screamed, just who does she think she is? Showing up here just like she was one of us or something. Their silences cut deep. Their silences screamed, just who does she think she is standing here next to us like, like she was something special or something? I'd take Jake's yelling any day over that. And besides, good thing about Jake is that once, once the fog of wine clears from his head, he's, he's almost gentle. He's real sorry and all. So anyway, like I was saying, it started out just like any other day. Jake went off to do whatever it is that men do during the day. I tried to get done as many chores as I could that didn't require water. And then noon came. About then I knew it was the right time for me to make my way to the well. You see, evening is the time that most people draw their water in the cool of the day. Not too many people want to go out at high noon. It's, it's too hot. But it is the best time of day to avoid contact with those who hold you at a distance. Since I have no one to walk with or talk to on my way to the well, I like to pass the time by doing something I call fairy tailing. You know what I mean? I think about how things are, and then I think about how they could have been. Like, what if Jude, he was my first husband, the love of my life? What if he hadn't died so young? I guess it really is true what they say, that only the good die young. Or, or what if we had had a son? A son that would have treated me so much better than the sons of all those who wanted nothing to do with me. Or what if I hadn't married Jude's brother, Andrew? He didn't want me anyway. What if Andrew hadn't divorced me and forced me to marry Jabbar? Or what if Jabbar hadn't died? Now, Jabbar was a good man. He was poor, but a good man. Old. Not much chance I was going to have a son by him, but he was a good man. Or what if my marriage to Levi had worked out? Not that there was much of a chance of that. He was so mean-spirited. Or what if I hadn't married Zachariah? Or what if Deborah hadn't caught Zachariah's attention soon after we'd married? Or what if he hadn't run off with her to who knows where before obtaining a divorce decree from the town elders? Or what if Jake and I could get married? What if we had a son? A son who was brighter and faster and handsomer than anyone else. My son would have Jake's thirst for the good things in life, but not his thirst for wine. My son would have my love for people, but not their disdain for me. My son would marry a fine woman who would do me the honor of drawing water from the well for me. You see what I mean? It's fairy tailing. So he was already sitting there by the well 
when I approached. I could tell even from a distance that he wasn't from these parts. He was a Jew, and he looked to be like a a teacher or a rabbi or something. I expected the usual down-looking that we Samaritans are used to getting from Jews for as long as we can remember. I expected it double. Not only am I a Samaritan, but I'm a woman as well. Unclean, they call us, like we're dogs or something. Yeah, I looked at that man sitting there, and I thought, he's one of them. Just another one of them who thinks he's better than me. I know what he's thinking. He's thinking, there she is, a Samaritan woman. Just who does she think she is coming to the well anyway? Just who does she think she is coming anywhere near me? Why, one brush of her skirts and I can't go to the synagogue for days. But he wasn't thinking that. Instead of shooing me away, he asked me very politely, will you give me a drink? Well, it was easy to see why he was asking. The sun was so hot that day, and his clothes were sweaty like he'd been walking a while. And he was empty-handed, no water jug in sight. He needed me. I had the upper hand for a change. He needed me to draw him some water. Well, you know how you can be when you have the upper hand and you know it. Or you know how you can be when when that venom that's been gnawing at your belly just spills out and you lay onto some innocent person all that venom that's been building up inside of you. I regretted the words as soon as I said them. You're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? But he didn't get angry. Not with my tone. Not with my words. Instead, he told me strange things. Things about living water. A water that when people drink of it, they are never thirsty again. And he asked me about Jake. Well, not about Jake exactly. He asked me to go get my husband. And when I told him I didn't have a husband, he told me he already knew. And then he went on to tell me everything I ever did. I knew right off, well, he must be some kind of prophet. And after he said a couple more things, I got to wondering. Could he be? Could he be the Messiah that everyone's always talking about? Could he be? My mind got to running with the thought of it. It was like fairy tailing, but this time it was for real. What if he was the one? What if? Before I knew what was happening, not only was my mind running, but my feet were running right into town, right to all those people who never had the time of day for me. And then my mouth started running too, the words just spilling out, come and see, come and see this man who knew everything that I ever did. Could he be the Christ? Come and see. Now, I don't know if they went because they wanted to know everything I had ever done. I know some of them had been pondering on that. Or if they went because they wanted to see the prophet who might be the Christ. I don't know why they went, but they sure went running. Now, I guess I didn't have to share with them. But yet I did. I just couldn't help it. The news was too good to keep to myself. And then I went running again. I went running right back home. I threw open the door and I ran right into Jake. Jake, Jake, come and see. You won't believe what just happened. Jake, you have been drinking again, haven't you? But Jake, but Jake, you just have to listen to this. Jake, oh, the water jar. 
I must have left that at the well, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. Jake, Jake, I know. I know you told me that it had to be right where it belonged when you got home, but listen, I went to the well just like you told me to, I promise. And when I was there, I met a man. No, not that kind of met. I met a man who told me everything about myself and he offered me living water. Water that when you drink it, you are never thirsty again. Jake, this water could quench that thirst that is so down deep inside of you. Jake, Jake, come and see. It was just like any other day. The sun had come up ordinary, just like any other day. But that day, that day was far from ordinary. That was the day when I went to the well and I met Jesus there. He told me about something called living water. And I will never be thirsty again. He changed my life, and not just because he knew everything about me but because he really saw me. He listened to me. Jesus can change your life too. Just come and see.
may be seated. I want to highlight just a couple of announcements for you and encourage you to read more in your bulletin. This Tuesday night, our Spiritual Life Commission is hosting a special Lenten Labyrinth Walk. It'll be from 6 to 7 p.m. There'll be some thoughts for meditation as you walk. If you have never walked a labyrinth before, there'll be some introduction to what that is. So you are welcome to come and join in that as a nice spiritual practice during this Lenten season. On Friday, Jeff and our middle and high school youth are hosting a parents' night out. So if you have kids in fifth grade or younger, you're welcome to bring them here to the church. They're going to be well cared for, and then you can have a few hours of free time. Uh, if you would like your kids to participate in that, just let Rob or Jeff know. And then finally, it's not in here, but immediately following worship, our Outreach and Society Commission has formed an immigration sub-team based on some of the learnings from the Border Links trip and some of the variety of issues surrounding immigration that are happening in our nation and our world today. Um, this team is going to be taking a closer look of education and action that we as a church community might do. So if you're interested in that, it'll probably be about half an hour after worship in Fireside Room. And I I hear they're enticing you with food, right? Papooses? We've got papooses for you as well. So if that is a, an issue that is interesting for you, you are welcome to join them. And now I invite you to stand as you are comfortable for our closing hymn, which is number 53. As you go from this place, know that that covenant of love goes with you. That love that is made known to us in God, our creator, Jesus Christ, our redeemer, the Holy Spirit, our sustainer. May it be with you always. Amen.